0: lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan on news talk
1: but we just want to spend a little bit of time today chatting to you Tina fans here in Ireland about what she meant to you and I want to chat I'd love to speak to somebody actually who if you ever met her came across her maybe on holidays at some stage and um, if you've traveled to see her any gigs wherever they were do let us know today give me a call 1800 453 106. Martin is with us on the line Martin I believe you're a big Tina fan just you, uh, one second, Martin. We're just going to reconnect with you there on the on, on the phone line. Uh, Jared is with us on the line too, though. Jared, you're also a, a big fan.
2: Yeah, I am, Andrew. I like all the seventies and eighties music, if you know what I mean. So I just wrote a little poem for it today if you'd like to hear it. Go on ahead, yeah. Okay, the river will be deep from the tears people cry. For the private dancer on a mountain on high, never a rag doll, but simply the best. Tane you're the queen, you inspired all the rest. Just a short little one, but S- just fantastic, yours. You know,
1: fair play. Did thank you, you, thank you thank pen you. that this morning?
2: Yeah, I write lots of poems about lots of different stories. You know, yeah, I've been writing poems for over fifty years. So, I was on, um, I was on WCDFM There, the while ago with two of the lads. I was on for two weeks in a row, with some of me poetry. and so I put on Facebook to conduct. So, Brilliant. I write about all kinds of stuff, politics. Addiction, drugs, alcohol, everything, anything, and everything. And that comes to mind exactly. Yeah. So thanks very much for giving <laughs> me
1: the time on there. Did you um? Have you ever? Did you ever go to any of her gigs, Stuart? No, unfortunately, I didn't, you didn't get I didn't. didn't get an opportunity. No, yeah, but I
2: didn't get an opportunity, but I would have loved to see her. But she was an inspiration to lots of people. As I say, you know, in that time. Yeah.
1: No,
2: she's really brilliant. You know. Well, there uh, she's up there with the rest of them now <laughs>
1: yeah I know, do you know yeah and it, it's one of the things that has kind of struck me actually since the, the news um, emerged yesterday like it, it's she had a fan base across nearly so many different or nearly all age groups you know like her, yeah, her stuff is so yeah. recognisable and people of all age groups yeah. loved her yeah to me she's like Elvis and
2: Bob Marley. like they'll never be forgotten you know what I mean like a lot of music now I, I couldn't tell you who's who and anything yeah do you know what I mean I couldn't tell you who was doing anything you know but um, she has really been an inspiration to so many people as you say you know I should will always live on
1: M- Martin is back with us too Martin you're also a fan
3: uh, Good to talk to you How are you doing? Good Not bad uh, Yeah You know I was really saddened last night to hear the news Yeah I grew up listening to you know in a great time listening to some music like, like Tina obviously and Stones and Springsteen and people like that you know uh, you know and it was kind of like the soundtrack of of my youth if you like you know yeah. so when when a great icon like tina passes on it kind of it kind of brings me closer to my own mortality if you like you right. know, because it's definitely a part of a part of my youth gone last night you know and a big part because she was such a a fabulous uh, iconic star you know and i think Andrea for me anyway and probably for a lot of other people it it wasn't just about her music and her presence and her her, her stagecraft you know the the person that she was as well you know in terms of you know a survivor um and an advocate for mm. probably women and people who have been abused all over the world so i i have nothing but tremendous uh, respect and admiration for Tina you know fantastic lady you know did
1: you ever see her her live martin
3: I did actually yeah i was I was privileged, I lived around London back in the late eighties, early nineties, and, and I lived around Wembley, so I got to see her on the foreign affair tour. I was just checking the dates this morning. she'd actually done a uh, you know seven nights at Wembley arena uh and it was just absolutely awesome i mean I, i've I've been privileged to have seen a lot of gigs o- over my lifetime, you know, and and without doubt, it's up there with one of the finest mm. I've ever seen, you know she just when, when
1: was that Martin?
3: That was 1990, Andrea. Okay. Yeah, when when yeah, um, obviously she would kind of made a comeback in the mid 80s. You know, she she probably made the most meteoric uh, back comeback from from where she had been, uh, and she became, I think, at the age of 42, 43, she became, you know, that worldwide icon once again. You know, and that uh, that was one of the first tours that she done on that. Um, and you know, like I I remember around about the same time I got along to Wembley Stadium to actually see Madonna, who was also, you know, just mega at the mm-hmm. time. Uh, and to compare the two of them, th- there would be no comparison. I mean, I could I could have left the Madonna gig at half time. She just didn't even come close to Tina, mm-hmm. you know, and uh just huge. Uh um, f- another f- favourite song? Uh has to be Proud Mary, the Credence, Clearwater. Mm-hmm song you know i think it's up there i was actually listening to dave fanning on on last night on the tonight show where you where you regularly appear yourself and uh you know he was just saying that that would have been his number one as well yeah. you know so if it's good enough for Dave Fanning it's good it's enough good, it's for good me good enough for you, you know.
1: Martin yeah you Brilliant I, I see a text in here too from a listener who says I saw Tina Turner in the King's Hall in Belfast also in 1990 right. My boss at the right. time was a huge Tina fan offered me a ticket on the basis that I'd queue up for him from, from early morning My queuing all day and in the days for before smartphones meant that we were at the front of the venue She knocked it out of the park What a night never uh, to be forgotten says this Listener, um, Breed is with us too. Breed, did you ever see Tina Turner? Life,
4: I did. I got all her shows here in Dublin. Did you? I did. I did. My first one was um Crow Park. Oh my god, I, I by the way, everything that man has said about her, 100% agree with Martin,
1: him.
4: Oh, yeah, and um, yo, know, 100%. Well, I got I heard last night, I was out. And I talk a lot and I couldn't speak and they all thought there was something wrong with me. I was just dumbfounded. I was just me. Yeah, I'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw her in Crow Park first. Then I saw her outdoors in the RDS. And then I saw her with the tree arena, whatever it is now. Oh, and she's just, and I, I went to London to see her last. My granddaughter sent me for a treat last week and I went to see her musical in London. Oh, my God. I was that close to the stage. I was practically sitting on it. I'm not exaggerating. Really, yeah. Just was, a, oh, really moved by her. Oh, my God. Like, my... Even the girl on the stage playing her wasn't Alicia. It was Tina Turner. If I could see her eyes, she, she... Oh, God, she was a double Tina Turner. She was absolutely <laughs> crazy, the girl. Yeah. I'm, I'm not telling you. It was... A girl gave my sister or my daughter with me a load of tissues, she said, because you're going to need them. Oh, my God. And what made them more exciting, I know I'm going off, because I always kept saying, I kept saying, the band's a bit old. It was Tina's original band. Right.
1: This is oh at the musical. God. Brilliant. Oh. I, have t- I have a text in, too, from, from Michael, actually, and Taryn, you're making the point. He says, on my J1 visa to the, to New York, this is in 1984, I also saw Tina Turner. It was the private uh, private dancer tour at Madison Square Garden. Truly amazing. A lifetime memory, says uh, says Michael and Taryn. Uh, stay with us, um, Breeda. I just want to bring in Rebecca too. We've um, Rebecca O'Connor is on the line because Rebecca, you actually tour performing Tina's biggest hits. So how did you feel? Yeah, they do. yeah, when you heard this yesterday.
5: Oh, devastated along with the rest of the world. Oh my God! What a legend! What a huge loss! Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: She's- why did you decide to perform Tina's Biggest Hits of, of all the artists, why like Tina?
5: Do you know what now? Well, I'm Irish-Jamaican, born and bred in bred Cork and adopted. so I actually um, have brown skin and I was the only black girl growing up in the village until I saw Tina Turner live um, on a video. I was like, wow. And she just inspired me I got more into the Tina's. The years went on and now I've made a career out of it. Yeah.
1: So when did you start performing um, Tina's, Tina's hits, Rebecca?
3: Oh,
5: jeez. It would have been in my early teens.
1: Do you remember early where your first teens. performance was? Oh, Cove Ramblers. <laughs> yeah. Way back, God, I must have been 10. And that's the first. So how many years...
5: Oh God, I'm giving away my age now. I'm 48 now. So, Jesus, yeah. Do you have
1: a, Do you have a fav a favorite of our hits? I love I love Beyond the Thunderdome. We don't need another
5: hero. Love that. Yeah. Song. I just yeah. And when I'm singing it, I find it very powerful. I love it. It just gives me goosebumps when I sing it and when I hear it. I love it. Um. Obviously, the best and proud Mary, you're fabulous. But I think all her songs are anthems anyway. You know. She, the way she sings them, she cause they're just full of life anyway. You know, yeah. they're all fabulous songs.
1: You, Rebecca, you won the mm. um, the European TV competition, didn't you? The Matthew Kelly that the star. yeah, I
5: did, yeah, I but you, did. Yeah. It was
1: it was a Tina Turner rendition you did, wasn't it? I did, I did. I won Europe, fair god, back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, Amazing.
5: I did. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that that kick started really my career into the world standard then I went on to Australia after that and um, that's where I met my manager and he managed Fleetwood Mac for 23 years and um, Tina's manager is Australian and my manager is Australian so they knew each other and that's how Tina endorsed the show through my management and her management so yeah amazing small world yeah (laughs)
1: That it really is, isn't it? It's it's yeah. incredibly, incredibly, incredibly small. Um, what will it be like? You know, I suppose now going on to do further performances since she's passed. Do you? Yeah, you know what? Now
5: I I'm on tour at the moment, and I'm saying to my manager, I'm saying, oh my god, I it hasn't hit me yet. And the two of us said, you know what? It'll probably hit us. Um, hit me on Friday night when I'm in front of the mirror putting on the wig putting on the outfit putting on the face and you know yeah. going walking onto the stage and I'd say that'll probably it'll that's hit you when then. it'll hit me you know? Where
1: are you on tour at the moment Rebecca? I'm actually all over Ireland at the moment Okay Yeah And when's yeah. the next performance or the next gig? I'm in Kilkenny on
5: Friday night Yeah in the Watergate in Kilkenny Friday yeah.
1: night So it'll probably it'll and hit you The first night back on stage, yeah.
5: Yeah, and Cork Opera House on the 10th of June and the I.N.E.C. in Killarney on the 9th. I'd say that's when it's going to really... Yeah, that will. That's when it will really hit home, you know. I just hope I don't break down crying in the
1: middle of the song. Oh well, I'm sure for a lot of the fans, you know, it'll be for a lot of people. Certainly from the text here today, a lot of people very, very emotional. Um, since since hearing the news, let me bring in Annie as well. Rebecca, Annie's on the line. You you got a uh, you got up close to Tina, Annie?
6: I did indeed. It's it's quite a long time ago, but I would never forget. Um, I'm a makeup artist. And years ago, I was invited to do the Noel, uh, no, Nobel peace, uh, peace Concert, which was uh, in Oslo, that particular, or well, it's on Oslo all, all the years. And um, it it was a massive concert. So Tina Turner was one of the main people, but the likes of Sting, The Cores and Secret Garden, they were all part of it. So I was actually working on the concert um doing makeup. And she was one of the people. Now, I didn't. I didn't make up Tina, but I, was going to say, I had the, the privilege. To the I had the privilege of being there through the rehearsals and the concert that night, and she was just phenomenal. I mean, at that stage, she would have been sixty odd, and I mean, she looked like a teenager. I mean, her skin, her <laughs> really? legs—oh my god! It was just hard to believe. You know that she amazing. was that age, and um, she's just—oh my god! She was amazing, absolutely amazing. You know?
1: <laughs> Any so, photographs?
6: Well, as as it happens, um, I I I lost the photographs of that. Like I had oh, lost Ali. the photographs. I know, and I'm, I'm not. I beat myself up forever, but um, oh God, she was just something else. Like she's such a legend. I mean, she was such a living legend, and total respect to her because she she had it really hard most of her life, and it was only mm. like I think in her fifties that she actually started, er, you know, earning real money for herself after all the, these years because of um, her marriage to Ike. Mm. And he had so much control in her on her life and everything like that. So it's pretty, it was pretty extraordinary what she did and mm. how she got out of that situation. And, and nobody would ever forget her. She's just, as I say, a legend. Yeah.
1: I, I think you've you've put, you've put that very well and and a lot of people very really moved I think since uh, her passing for many reasons and and yourself and Martin you know p- pointed that to that as well um an icon for for people not even just in her music but but for in, in many ways this listener here says I had the pleasure of meeting Tina Turner about 35 years ago in New York I would love to talk to that listener today Um, she was an amazing artist what a show woman I haven't seen anybody who could ever perform could match her performance she was just one of those artists who everybody loved. Uh, May she rest in peace says this uh, this texter. Another listener I also saw Tina in Wembley in 1990. It was one of the best performances ever. I will never forget it as long as I live says this texter. And uh, another listener says if Rebecca's still there please tell Rebecca that I remember her at our Irish dancing feshes a long time ago getting up on stage and performing uh, Tina Turner to the crowd. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk. Vicky's with us on the line. Vicky, did you ever see Tina live?
7: Tina her live 15 times. 15? Yes, I just absolutely love
1: her. Amazing, you're a real
7: super fan so Vicky. Oh, super fan and I've got the t-shirt for every concert and I've never worn any of them. And
1: where I've do you kept kept keep
7: them? I just keep them in my room at home, I just she just—I don't know—I was—I think I was nine about, and my mom bought me a, a forty-five of River Deep Mountain High, and that was in nineteen seventy-one. I think I'm sixty now, and uh, yeah, I just thought, oh my god, that's great! What is that, you know? Yeah. And then ever since then, I just became a huge fan. And then I saw her in London when she started to come back on her comeback tour, and I went to London, and David Bowie came out as well while I was there. I wouldn't be a Bowie fan but I mean I just loved her and I just scrunched my way up to the front and watched her and, yeah. and then saw her twice in Ireland on the same tour that was the the private dancer tour.
1: Yeah. When? What, what, so what age was the first gig? Were you nine when you went to the first? No, no. I was nine when I got the first record. And then when were you at the first gig? Well, I was about 23. And where was that? It was in London. That was the London gig? In Wembley, yeah. So and where I, else have you travelled to see her then, if you've been to 15 of them? Well, I lived in Spain, so
7: I saw her in Barcelona twice. Ah, okay. Malaga twice, and Madrid once.
1: And you have t-shirts from all of them. That's brilliant. Yeah,
7: and the, the three nights she was in the O2 on her last tour, on her farewell tour, I was there all three nights.
1: What What is it about her, Vicky? She's just,
7: every time I saw her, she just, I don't know, she's such an inspirational woman. And she just was the queen of rock and roll. She's just, there's nobody, lots of people attempted to, you know, do an impression of her, Mm -hmm. but nobody ever could. They're all good with the dance and the wig and the whole thing. They're all pretty all right. But she was just unbelievably good. And even Angela Bassett played her in the movie, What's Love Got To Do With It? But it was still Tina Turner singing. Nobody could quite get the voice, you know?
1: Do you have a a favourite? Of her songs, I've
7: loads of favourite, but I, I suppose well, I really, really love her version of Help. Okay. I always love that, and but my go-to is obviously Proud Mary has to be, yeah. And any time I get up and sing or something with people, they always ask me to sing simply the best, which is a song that's going to be heard for the next hundreds of years yeah. at football matches and games, and I'd say everything. it's played
1: at nearly every wedding I've ever been at.
7: Yeah, well, sort
1: of. I I used to sing for a living, and uh,
7: okay, I, I did. I did part of my gig was just a little Tina Turner tribute part, whichever was possible whichever was popular at the time, and um, of course you'd finish off with River Deep and Proud Mary, and it doesn't matter how old anybody is, whether they're ladies of my age or a bit older, or even my daughter who's seventeen and just. Everybody, when the minute you hear the start of Proud Mary, everybody gets up and does the whole hair flicking thing. They all know the dance of it and, you know, yeah, I just, I just, every time I saw her, I was mesmerized by her. And usually the last gig was in the, the O2, well, you know, the arena and uh, at the end of the night she put this six inch heels on her <laughs> and ran up this crane thing and. Came out over the top of the audience singing Nutbush, and it was just unreal. Yeah. A pair of skinny jeans and a white shirt, incredible got, performer. Oh my god! And like she was, I think she was sixty eight the last time I saw her, which is eight years older than I am now, and I've already retired. <laughs> yeah
1: did you did you ever in all the years like uh, I know you, you mentioned in the first or one of the first gigs you, you got up close, but have you did you ever get to how close have you ever been to her or get well, to meet her? I'd love to, to chat to someone team. today who met her.
7: My brother is a. My family are musicians, you know, and my brother is a bass player, and he happened to know the bass player with Tina Turner's band. And uh, he got me backstage, but just after the show. But I, yeah. I met some of the band, but unfortunately, or not unfortunately, but sorry enough for me, the minute she's finished, she just gets whipped off the stage and straight back to her, you know, hotel. She yeah. doesn't hang around or anything like that. So I got one in a sniff. <laughs> But well, I did meet some of the band and you the backing. Met the and band, band and yeah. stuff. It was
1: great. Yeah. I'm sure you were very upset yesterday, Vicky were you, when you heard it? I was.
7: I cried. I have to say, I did cry a little, yeah, river deep. Yeah. I was very upset because, you know, when you've been with somebody since you were nine years old, she was your hero, you know. And like I said, I've sung for years and I don't know how many times I've sung simply the best or, you know, at, at weddings and. All, even at funerals they want me to sing Cindy the best and I just really, yeah. she was just amazing Um I've seen loads of people so you know but like, I've never seen anybody as much as I've seen her but um, every time I saw her it was like I've seen her for the first time I'd usually have, nearly have a panic attack with the right. excitement of seeing her Well you know? really
1: are a, a super fan Vicky there's no oh, no no, no, no question about it We've, uh, D- Derek is on the line as well oh Derek you met Tina is that right? Correct. When a was that?
0: A number between, of times. Between yes, between the time of nineteen seventy-five to the, the time of nineteen ninety-six, I was stay- or I lived in a place called Saint Austell, Saint Austell as we call it in Cornwall, but I always went to the Caroline Coliseum. And a very good friend of mine was a manager, and I have met a number of large artists and I'm also a cousin of jethro the comedian okay
1: and how did you so how did it come about then that you met her, or what sort of
0: well, the thing was I used to supply the actual Como Coliseum with glassware and all its cleaning materials, so consequently, every time a gig came up down there. A friend of mine who was the electrician, and I carried his box.
1: And she was obviously getting ready to, to to perform, was she?
0: Every well, most of the times it was after there was a party after the show, and we may leave there six seven o'clock in the morning.
1: Okay, so it's the aft it's the after at the after parties yes. of some
0: of her gigs, you matter. Yes, she was very friendly with yeah. the manager. Of that establishment, and him and I were very, very good friends.
1: Okay. I'm sure you were sad to hear the news, Derek, were you?
0: It hit me hard yesterday because I lost Jethro last September and then to lose Paul O'Grady. And there's only one left now, Jim Davison. Right. Okay. Of that, a lot um, of very of fond, a lot
1: of fond memories for you, so then, then Derek and um, I see a lot of people, as I mentioned this at the start from the messages, a lot of people um, very, genuinely very, you know, up, upset and taken aback with the news yesterday. Um, I want to read this message as well from a listener. I've always loved Tina's music, but I wasn't a huge fan until recently. When I watched the documentary, as a domestic abuse victim myself, I'm working to become a survivor. She was really inspiring. All was was a very inspiring woman to me when I knew it. She gave me great hope that I will be able to grow from my very traumatic experience, just like she did, and find myself again. says this listener,
0: lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday on News Talk.